0: Hour number two of overtime, Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Davis Rangy, Matthew, Bryson. So I want to get everybody's take on this. And if you got an opinion, call in. Saturday night, after Tennessee and Texas, LeBron James goes for a layup. As time expires, he does not get the call. Did he walk? No. It's
1: called a gather step yeah, it's a Learn ga- basketball. It's a,
2: it's a gather step. Two, was he fouled? Yes. Yes.
1: yes. Everyone, it's a unanimous foul.
2: Yes. And my thing is, y'all realize there's a fourth referee that is on at every single game that sits in the back and twiddles his thumbs and doesn't do anything. He actually
1: sits at, like the scores table on a jacket.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. He, my thing is, if you have a fourth referee there, they should be able to hold something and say, y'all got this wrong. That's what the fourth referee should do. Well, that's
0: what they did in the XFL, and it worked out pretty well in the one season that they brought it back. Well, like something
1: something so controversial like that at the end of the game,
0: like, I mean, you can't challenge
1: it in two minutes. So, I mean, you got to re- replay that at least, man. Well, yeah.
0: Something else to look at, too. That was not an excuse to not give any effort in overtime.
1: That's how it always is. The way honestly. he threw
0: the fifth, though. Not my great. The way that he acted after the no call was beyond ridiculous.
2: I mean, I guess i I mean, it is a little bit ridiculous, but I understand that he he has he wants to win and like an obvious it, no call like it's that. It's been happening all year. Though yeah, it has. Like it yeah.
1: literally has. If you go back and look like throughout Mavs. the year, there's been like missed calls at the end of the game, like at the buzzer. It's been they've been clear fouls every time they go back and like the last two minute review. They're like that was a clear foul, but they never actually call it on the floor.
2: Yeah, the Mavs game, the Sixers game, um, there's uh, another game, and then the Celtics game. It's like these last two minute reports do nothing. Sixers
1: right. game also, like yeah. there's been multiple games. Yeah. So where what's been the no point? Clear foul.
2: What's the point in having a last
1: two minute report? There is no. There is no what, point. What's
2: the point if, if
0: they're you go not going to make any changes? Exactly. Then, yeah. Why yeah. are they we? Don't.
2: Don't. We talked about this the other. Me and Davis talked about this the other day. Um, I think the day after the Grizzlies game, there was a last. There was a two minute report that came out that uh, Draymond screen that made the uh, Clay Thompson Clay three Thompson to put him up one, yeah, two. Put up, yeah, put up two. Um, it was called a moving screen in the last two-minute report. Well, that does nothing to us. We still lost the game because of that yeah. because they didn't call it. If they didn't, if they called a moving screen on that, which the Warriors are moving screen merchants, I want to hear an argument against how they're not. They've been doing that for years and, been years, doing and years Since the start of the dynasty. Yeah, I've been doing this since 15. Um, I mean, it's just ridiculous that these two-minute reports, do, they don't do anything. They don't do anything. Why are they there? I, th- I mean, that's my point is why are they even there?
1: I think referees, I uh, think we can all agree on this, regardless of sport, they need to have a post-game press conference. The yes. Head official, yeah, that,
0: Yes. I mean, that's evident for that game.
2: All three Because if he did
0: do. miss the call, then he should have to answer for it.
2: All yeah. three The only
0: one do. that I've ever seen that's actually stood up and took the blame for what he did, it was uh, not Joe West. Who was it? In the uh, NFL. NBA, no, in the MLB. In MLB. Oh, he ruined think, the perfect game. He ruined the perfect game. Uh, but He yeah. went to a press conference immediately after and was in tears. He said, "I missed the call. Yep. That was my fault. It was from me to the wall, and I missed the call."
2: Is that the uh, that the, that was the Detroit Tigers game, yes. right? Yeah. Well, like the NBA
1: referees official Twitter account put out a tweet saying, "Like everyone else, referees make mistakes. We made one at the end of last night's game, and that is gut wrenching for us." This play will weigh heavily and cause sleepless nights as we strive to be the best referees we can. Like that and that doesn't change anything, anything that happened. What
0: does that do for me as a fan? What does that do for John Morant, LeBron James, Jason Tatum as players? What does that do for them? Nothing.
2: Nothing
1: and, like it's that was like literally one of the I, you have to like do an investigation because like you can literally hear it on TV him get slapped
2: if you replay it
1: like right on right across the forearm.
2: There, there is some conspiracy on Twitter. If yeah, you looked that, into this that the referee, one yeah. of the referees that does the games, he's the Celtics are thirty six and two when he's the referee and apparently his he's a Celtics fan.
1: His wife and kids are Celtics fans.
0: Yeah. So I mean, this just ties back into. You know, Dick Bavetta, when he would officiate a game six, he's like, when they want a game seven, they want me to officiate the game.
1: Anthony Jordan, LSU. Anthony Jordan. Same That's thing. Yeah. Leaking I mean, on the social media of your family and LSU picks or Boston Celtics gear. like. Yeah. I mean, there has it, to be more it, investigation. It's really this.
2: ridiculous. I mean, the last big referee um, investigation was the Tim Donahue. I mean, it's really, I mean, if you look back at what, what year did the Mavs play the Heat? Was it? 2011. No, the one before, which just the year. 2006. Yeah. I mean, if you look at those stats, I mean, D Wade shot more free throws than the whole Mavs team.
1: I mean, like, people like Anthony Jordan, that's fine. You're a fan, of, I get it. Like, you're a fan of a team growing up, but don't let them referee a game where that team is playing.
0: Yes. It's like if I were to become a college basketball official. Do you think I would ever get a game at Thompson Bowling Arena? No. Or any game so that Tennessee's playing? No.
1: Like. like, this is a simple thing you can fix. No. As much money as the SEC and the NBA has, like, can you not figure that out?
0: Just like Teddy Valentine probably shouldn't have been allowed to call any of Tennessee's games because he's a Vandy guy.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, the amount of deep social media scrubbing they probably do before you're even hired by the NBA, like, I mean, I mean it's I mean, truly insane.
2: I mean I – mean, it's ridiculous, but I, I don't know how you would change it. Honestly, I don't know what you would do to change. I don't know how you do. I mean, AI, maybe. I mean, what they're doing that in baseball, aren't they? I hate that in baseball. I hate it.
0: Which thing in baseball is? It's a lot easier to make those calls in baseball than ba- Yeah. Than right. what it is in basketball.
1: Like, what about football? Like, uh, I mean, you talk about the Ole Miss game last year on that fourth and what was it, sixteen or what was it, twenty six? It was something ridiculous. Yeah, it was something ridiculous. that cut where everybody started throwing trash. But, like, if you had, like, a a sensor or something that just gives you, like, a green or red light if it's short. Like, something like that.
0: Right. And if you've never been to a football game inside a Neyland Stadium or any pro stadium, like, those lines that we see on the television, those aren't actually there. Those are not on the field for the referee to have an indicator of. Yes. And what made that even worse is the fact that they only had three cameras from the SEC network that night. I'm sorry. But if you're an ESPN affiliate, you should have more than three cameras to review a play on.
2: I mean, that I mean that play was ridiculous. Cause, I mean, he, I mean, just now it's very obvious that he made it. But in here of the moment, people just – I understand the frustrations. I mean, they, they missed the call.
0: That's Except why a lot of people around here were not upset with what happened that night.
1: Yeah, exactly. Because that uh, was
0: 14, 15 years of pent-up frustration. That was caused mainly at the hands of the person that was on the other sideline, between him, athletic directors who didn't know what they were doing, and everything else that had just bottled up, and it finally came to a head that night.
1: I mean, first of all, that game shouldn't even have been on SEC Network. You wouldn't put yourself in that situation. That game does not deserve to be on a crappy SEC Network at eight o'clock on the Saturday game time. Night. On that
0: was what five hours and thirty minutes. Yep, you get yes. out of the stadium until one a.m. Yeah. Mm. But jumping back to the NBA, and we're talking about rules. You know, some of the things that have got brought up. Uh, the first one, simple yes or no, four point line. No. 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 So I think that's what's going to go into this because I know that some teams have even implemented it in their practice facilities for whatever reason. But something to think about with this if you're down 10, you get fouled on a four-point shot and it goes in, which I don't know why you'd be guarding somebody out this far. That cuts the lead to five. You G- get a rebound, you do it again. Guess what? A ten-point game is now a two-possession
2: game. John G- Jackson would foul him. <laughs> it's <laughs> a five-point play. <laughs> It'd be a five-point play. No, nah, I don't even see a full point. Cut. I mean, what no. they have—they have the big three, don't they? Yeah, but that's
1: a—that's a, literally a league made by Ice Cube. Yeah. It's yeah. For your entertainment.
0: Yeah. And another one is um, kind of what they do in soccer: relegation.
2: No, no, I don't see it. I don't no. want to
1: see the main, main City Red Claws come and play <laughs> yeah. the Grizzlies.
2: I
0: don't want to see that. You don't, don't want to see the Memphis Hustle and the Memphis Grizzlies
2: play? No, no I don't. I don't. I mean, all that's going to happen is it's going to be a 70-point blowout. That team I mean, gonna they're gonna just going
0: to transfer everybody from yeah, the Celtics to the main Red Claws or whatever. I mean,
2: yeah, all that's going to happen is that, like, if you would bring somebody up like that, they're going to go 0-82. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's, yeah, that's retarded. It happens that way. What's another rule that's being discussed right now in the NBA? I know they're wanting to expand. Las Vegas is probably going to get a team. What other city deserves a team? I mean – I
1: would say just put one back in Seattle. Yeah.
2: If you did Seattle and Las Vegas, you'd have to move because – You'd have to move people. Or San
1: Diego because people love Southern California.
2: You'd have to move a West team to the East because it would be – Memphis, that's an easy one. You move Memphis and you move New Orleans. I mean if you put Seattle and Las Vegas in, yeah, you move Memphis to New Orleans over to the east, yeah.
0: I mean it makes more sense for them to be in the east anyway.
2: Yeah. But I mean I mean I don't know I don't know what would happen though. I mean you
1: just had to add two teams, like you said.
0: Well, I mean, they already have the facilities. Yeah. The arenas are already there. It's like you just gotta have somebody that wants to do an expansion team. Nope. Yep. That's gonna they're gonna hate life probably for the first time three to four years of their existence maybe longer but at the end of the day it's an opportunity for one somebody to make a lot of money and two for a city to buy into a team they never had and in Seattle's case buy back in to a team that you got basically stripped of to go to a lower tier city
3: when did
2: Oklahoma City move there? 2008. 2008 so in, within what 4 years or 3 or 5 years they were in the NBA finals. 4 years. Yeah, so 2012, yeah. So I mean
0: and that should have been Seattle's team.
1: Well, yeah. also like this is the the hockey team that got there Las Vegas Knights or whatever they're called. Yes. They were in the uh They won the Stanley final, Cup.
0: Yeah, the first yeah. year. Yeah, first year they won it, yeah. Which, granted their expansion draft rules are a little bit different than what the NBA's would be.
2: Yeah, so what? In NBA, would you have what? You have two or three untouchables? Or four untouchables?
0: I'm trying to think of the way Because in 2K, it's
2: like what? You have three protectable players? You have – in 2K, you have five.
3: Hmm. If
2: you like a minor league, you have five untouchables. Which, I mean, then again, that, I mean, that's, uh, that's just how the business is. I mean, if it's three or four, somebody's getting let go. Well –
0: in y'all's case, just hope that Seattle picks up Dylan Brooks.
1: <laughs> send him there, yep. luxury first class. Well, I mean, set him up in the Four Seasons. Anything you want, but
2: Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies fans won't like to hear this, but pretty much the untouchables, in my honest opinion, are Jaw, Desmond Bain, Brandon Clark, Brandon Clark, and Tyus Jones. That's it. Anybody else can
1: can send Karen Jackson on his way, also. Yep. So you said Jaw, Desmond, Brandon Clark.
0: Tyus Jones. Tyus Jones. Yeah. I mean, and I don't know why. Like, because you mentioned it last week, some people are wanting Tyus Jones to be a part of a trade.
2: That would be the dumbest thing Memphis would ever do. Well, like we said last week, he's probably the best backup point guard in the league. Him or
0: or Russell.
1: Well, Russell's now backup. But you also have Derek White on the Celtics. But, uh, yeah, I mean, people had to pull Zach Kleiman's leg to even re-sign him this summer. I mean – about throwing kennedy chandler
0: in there that would have been no, well, horrific have well, been I mean, and is, like we love kennedy we love what he did here as of all
2: but i mean at the it's end of the different day level different level again yeah it
0: really is and i know that he's friends with jaw he grew up in the city of memphis there's the the hometown tie but at the end of the day you have to do what's going to get you to the nba finals
1: also um hot take i think uh zakai ziegler is already better than kennedy chandler was here
0: really yes that's interesting. I don't necessarily disagree with it. I think I agree with it. I've never thought about
4: it. But I think I agree with you. He's more impactful. I mean, I, I didn't see. I, some, mean,
1: I didn't see Kennedy Chandler pulling up from thirty back-to-back possessions and draining threes. I mean, well, that gives you a whole another element. He does. He's a better shooter than Kennedy he's was. He's better
2: defender as well. Yep. Maybe he just doesn't have the.
1: Maybe he's a better leader, also.
2: Maybe he doesn't have the court awareness that Kennedy had, but it's right up there.
0: Did not expect to hear that take today and I'm not upset about it.
1: I'm just trying to throw up some discussion, man.
0: That's a very interesting, very I mean, interesting discussion.
1: I mean, this is uh Zakai Ziegler hype right now. This is peak. So if you want to compare it, we can do that.
0: And something else that we need to get into, and a lot of people need to realize this, is we almost do a lot of these players a disservice when we start judging how good they are. Because when we see a point guard, who do we expect them to play like? John Jordan Wall? Oh, I'll say, I'll to say Tennessee, Yeah,
1: Bowne. I was gonna say Jordan Bone. I thought you were talking Tennessee related, but No, yeah. I mean
0: I'm talking like in the past ten John to fifteen Wall. years hmm. at Kentucky. Interesting.
1: I don't even know what you're basing this off of. Past ten, fifteen years, like uh early two thousand early two thousand tens would be like Rondo, Chris Paul. Mhm. I don't know. John Wall couldn't even, doesn't even touch Chris Paul or Rondo, but um, yeah.
0: Which Chris Paul? He was mid two thousands.
1: I mean, he's old head for sure, but uh, now nah, everybody wants to play like Steph. I think that's why I like. Uh, I don't know, man. I just like how Zakai plays. I mean, yeah, sure, Kennedy Chandler might be a better NBA prospect and is on the hustle currently, but Zakai is a better college player than Kennedy was.
0: I mean, do you feel like though we we compare these guys? To some of the better players that we have seen in college basketball over the past 10 years and you almost do them a disservice by doing that because it's like if you don't live up to this hype that you're not going to be any good.
4: I feel like we've done that with the team conversation over the last week too with 2019 Like they're two totally different teams with right. different play styles and everything.
1: Definitely feels different. I don't know. I was talking about like comparing college people we talk about like gosh said so Baycott earlier they're comparing to like Tyler Hansbro like Everybody's gonna be compared to Tyler Hansborough and come in you and see if you're a big man. Yeah. Or like obviously like Michael Jordan, if you're a guard there, but
0: I mean this is for the people that have even got to see that. There's not many of those people around that are still actively like on Twitter, on Facebook, that got to see Michael Jordan play. You know, one of my uh one of my mentors when I was thinking about going to pharmacy school and eventually backed out, one of my mentors, uh, she went to class with Michael Jordan at North Carolina. Hmm. Yeah. And we compare guys at Tennessee, you know, J- Jordan Bone, for example, Kennedy Chandler, we're comparing them to them. You know, two guard, you're comparing them to Chris Lofton. Yep. Small forward, you're probably comparing them to Admiral, Admiral Field. and Field. Allen Houston. Yep. Yeah. You're comparing the forward to the likes of Wayne Chisholm, Bernard King, Bernard King, which Bernard King, I put him in the four and the five, the forward slash center, yeah. Bernard King, Grant Williams, uh, Wayne Chisholm, Ron Slay. I mean, those are the guys that you're getting compared to immediately. Yeah, you step on the court, that's who you're getting compared to.
1: Yeah, it's different though. Like, like our age, like we don't remember Allen Houston. We weren't alive when he was there. Like the older fans would compare somebody to Allen Houston, but we <coughs> would compare him to my Mike is, oh. but we would compare him to Admiral Schofield. So, like, that's right. a big difference. Hey, there, they're completely different players. The
2: only thing I know about Boyd King is I think he came back in the seventy or seventy one NBA Finals when the Knicks won their only championship. I could be wrong on that when it was him I don't, and,
0: Did he get a national – or not a national, okay. but an NBA championship? I think
2: he was on the Knicks with uh old the Paul Monroe in the 70s. I think they won the 70 or 71 NBA Finals with the Knicks.
0: That's the only time they've ever had a different uniform compared to what they have.
2: Well, it might have been Willis Reed. It was one of them. I, I couldn't remember. I don't,
0: it was whenever New York decided yeah. they were going to go with the navy blue and yeah. the red and the white. Yeah.
2: And, I mean, like – as Davis was saying, like try to find I, that jersey. I was never, we were never alive to see any of these people play. I, I was too young, probably to see most of them, most mm. of the early two thousands. I mean, I
1: barely remember Scotty Hopson. Like I remember yeah. him, but like I don't, like I, it's nowhere near like how I remember Grant
2: or Admiral. Like I mean, just same with Tobias Harris. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, that's just like you know, I can tell you about guys like Tony Harris, Vincent Yarbrough, Marcus Hazlett, Ron Slay, Brandon Crump, even. Scooter McFadden. I, uh, see, you guys I probably don't even know idea. who some I of these have guys, no guys are. Names are.
2: Have, I have no idea who they are. Remember Schuyler McBee?
0: 3 I'm from Granger County and I can throw up the basketball.
2: Well, what are we what are we watching here?
0: Well, Lady Vols are only trailing by two to undefeated LSU at LSU with 44 seconds left in the first quarter. I should
1: say 20-0, correct? She's 20-0. Yes. Kim Mulkey is 46-6 and 6 in her first two seasons at LSU. Jeez. Wow.
0: That's impressive. Stay with us. Overtime continues more Fan Run Radio all the way. Like a bush light, a can of Coke, Baby, that's all we need. Take it past the line, start a big bonfire, out where the cops won't see. Back here on Overtime, Fan Run Radio. Got into a little bit of a discussion on Kennedy Chandler and Zakai Ziegler before we went to break, and started talking about the fact that Zakai Ziegler might actually be better than Kennedy Chandler.
2: I mean, as you said, as you said uh, in the break, that, uh, I mean, people were hard on Kennedy Chandler, but, I mean, it was warranted. I mean, he's a five-star. Zakai's not a five-star.
4: No. Well, uh, there's a huge difference between talent and being a better college player. College player. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're
2: pointing Yes. Out
1: I mean, yeah, sure, Zakai may not have t- averaging 20 points. I mean, the last four, he's averaging 17.5, which is pretty good. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, just like if you want to take the last four games, the last four games of Zakai Ziegler, I'm taking over Kennedy Chandler. you am going to take a little small yeah. sample size. But, uh, yeah, so looking at Kennedy's stats from last year, 13 points, three rebounds, average four assists. Trying to see if they ever show the uh, SEC champion or SEC tournament stats, but yeah, he was
2: the MVP, correct? Is
1: that right? The Triple J,
4: oh the SEC tournament, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah I think it was KC. Okay, I don't know,
1: man. But if if Ziegler, but if we go deep in March this year, I think that uh that would definitely help Ziegler's case out a ton.
2: There, there's definitely a difference between like we said, talent. I mean, Kenny Chandler has all the talent in the world, but been a college player. You have to there's an argument.
1: I mean, who's a – like a good comparison, like, um, I mean, Josh Primo went first round for Alabama this year – or last year, and he was, like, the seventh man on Alabama's team that year.
4: Maybe it's unfair for us to even have this conversation considering Kennedy played one year as a true freshman. So, it isn't a it, – it's not really a what could have been conversation. It's just the one year we got a
2: Kennedy and then Zakai this year. So. I mean, because what, Zakai was – he was starting and come off the bench and now. He's fully starting now. So I, I mean,
1: mean, they literally found him. Like, the the peak, school had yeah. already started. Yeah. They found him in August, and yeah. he Peace got jam. enrolled. Yeah, his his yeah. first practice was, like, the official right. He didn't do any summer workouts. Like, they basically just yeah. threw him, and he turned out to be a good player. Yeah. They took a flyer on him, but he's very under-recruited. What was he? I mean, he didn't have, like, a recruiting profile until he, he, yeah. he committed to us. Yeah,
2: I don't think he had a recruiting profile.
1: But, uh, yeah, man, that's just – I think he really is the heart and soul of the team. You look at how hard he plays, like – he does like the little intangible things, like diving on the floor, yeah. like talking on defense, being a leader out there. Like those are things that you can't—they don't show up on the score box—but those are things that will help you in the long run. And especially in March, you got to have a leader out there on the floor to command the offense, to command the team, have the team ready to play. And uh, yeah, but if we get at least—if you get a Elite Eight, Final Four, like that's—it's hard to debate that's a Kai Ziegler. I mean. At the end of four years, he could end up being one of the all-time great point guards for Tennessee basketball.
0: Well, and it's one of these things, too. You look at Chris Lofton. He never played in the NBA. He never even had a cup of coffee in the NBA. But he is regarded as one of the best basketball players in Tennessee basketball history. Yes. Hit that game-winner over KD. Hit the game-winner over KD. He had the shot against Winthrop. In the NCAA tournament. That
2: was legendary. What, 34, 35 against Kentucky, whatever it was? It was
0: something ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, that's a guy. I mean, he stayed here all four years, and he became a fan favorite. He is still loved to this day. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that he was a great person as well and still is.
1: Jersey's retired too now.
0: Like, you could go up to this guy in Westtown Mall, and you say, hey, Chris, how's it going? And he is going to act like. You're his best friend. Uh, You'll think that you're his best friend and you will have thought that you have been his best friend for years and years and years. That's just the kind of guy he is. Let's go back to the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. Connor is next. What do you say, Connor? up, guys? Hey. How's your foot?
3: Uh, It's it's healing up pretty good, pretty good. Uh, Going to the uh, uh, Kennedy Chandler and the Kai topic. Um, I definitely agree. I think Zakiya stands out in some areas compared to the two as far as like defense and just being a scrappy player and not caring. But I think I think it's kind of hard to compare them as far as who's better because Kennedy Chandler coming out of high school, everyone knew from the first day of Tennessee's season we have to watch out for this guy. He was on the scouting report already at his first game. there was kind of – as everyone else did, overlooked, not really put much thought into it until he started showing what he could do. And now this season has warranted that same attention to whereas Kennedy got it right off the rip.
2: Yeah, and, I mean,
0: go ahead, man.
3: Uh, not only that, but also Zakai is really starting to excel and put out great numbers right now. But I think it's also kind of hard to compare them to because Zakai is now in his second season to whereas we only got to see the one with Kennedy.
0: Right, and that's another benefit of having Zakai around. He's going to be here all four years. You're going to get to know him, just like you did Chris Lofton. That's like, you know, you get to know a lot of these guys that do hang around for three and four years, and in some cases five. You get to know those guys. Like, they actually feel like they're a part of the program and not just somebody that you picked up out of the portal. Okay, well, this guy's going to come here for one year, and he's off at the NBA. Or somebody you recruit out of high school. Okay, we know he's going to be a one-and-done. So let's just milk him for what we can, and then he's off to the NBA. And there's nothing you can do about that. You know, you're going to have guys that come here for four years. You're going to have guys that come here for one or two years. So, I mean, really, you just got to appreciate him for what he is. We're probably going to get him for another two years after this, most likely, unless somebody in the NBA just says, hey, I want this guy. And that's the only way that he's going to leave. But, you know, it's a lot of unfair comparisons, I think, just like we just mentioned. You know, there's a lot of unfair comparisons out there because we hold these guys at such a high standard. And like I was explaining to Matthew and Bryson Davis during the break, was you see a guy like an Admiral Schofield. You see a guy like Jordan Bone, Grant Williams, Ronsley, whoever that may be, they are the standard. It's like, okay, is this guy as good as him? No? Okay, well, who's next in line? Is that guy as good as him? No. Okay, okay, this guy is much better than what this guy is. He's the new standard. And that's kind of the level that we go off of. And it doesn't help, you know, being able to judge, like, who's the best in the conference, who's the best nationally, when more than 75% of your fan base does not watch any other team than Tennessee.
3: Exactly. Yeah, I, uh, I think another big reason that's leading into the Zakiya's success that we're seeing now is kind of like you said, last year he was not really on the back seat, but Kennedy was the main guy getting the main minutes whereas now Zakai has stepped in as the point guard and he can learn more of the true point guard role and he's like finally accepting that now and we're seeing him excel because of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that just comes with roster management and lineup management. You know, maybe he could have been this true point guard this whole time. And Adam Hickman, he had a take a few weeks ago saying that he could name eight other guards that he would rather take over Zakai Ziegler. And back then, you probably could have. But things also change. You know, he's fit his role in the lineup now more than what he has this entire year. Like, he might be that true point guard that we've been looking for because they tried to give it to Tyreek Key, and he's not a true point guard. Zakai Ziegler might actually morph in to that true point guard.
3: Yeah, I, I think I think – well, I think we're seeing it now, and I think for us to be successful, we have to have that because the way our teams are typically built, we have to have someone who can create open shots for guys as well as lead the team on the floor and kind of run the offense, so to say.
0: Absolutely, and you look at what we did this past Saturday. You look at what we did against Georgia. You get the ball inside. You know, you're dominating the paint. Okay, they're going to collapse on the paint, but guess what you have after that? They start collapsing the paint. You got a guy out there ready for a pop-up three, nobody around him. Guess what? You can attack in every facet of the game. It's like if you want to go inside and they're open, you can get the ball inside, you can rely on your guy to get you a bucket. They start collapsing the paint. You got a guy that's open for three. Open jump shot. You know, we just gotta keep doing that. And if we can do that and do it consistently, we might make a deep run in March.
3: Yeah, yeah. I uh I, and I actually I admire Zakai and I'm glad to I'm glad to see him succeed. I really do am and I like what he's doing and I hope that he keeps on that. I don't think I could there's, I don't think there's eight point guards I would rather have, with the exception of Keontae George at Baylor and Anthony Black at Arkansas. I think I would probably take Dakai over the rest of the field.
0: But I'd, I'd agree you, with that right now. Would
1: you take him over uh, Kendrick Davis at Memphis?
3: Um, no, I would probably take Kendrick Davis on that one.
2: Oh, well, who's the guy at Kansas State right now? Um, it's like average, like 18 points a game. Keontae Johnson. No, no, it's an, um it's another one. He's the actual point guard. They're, him and the guy are very similar. I think they're both like five eight, five seven.
3: Yeah, I know the guy you're talking about, and yeah, you're you're right on that. That I've watched Kansas State play a few times, and they're very like similar play style, similar type of players.
0: As long as we don't have to look at those god awful uniforms they had
4: a couple uh, weeks
2: ago, those were awful.
1: Marquise Noel.
2: Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah. How many
4: assists yeah. per game? If you look at this, eight. Yeah, then yeah. Yeah, that's 17, I know he scored pretty better. stout.
1: Averages seventeen and eight he on thirty nine percent from three.
2: I think he was the first guy to average like twenty and ten on fifty and fifty shooting in a five game span
3: ever in NCAA history. That's pretty impressive. Well to finish off uh got a parlay going. We need are we taking Texas or Baylor? Who are we throwing in there? Who like who?
2: Texas. Where's the game at? <laughs>
3: uh at texas i guess it depends what baylor team
0: you get but yeah texas. i mean if you get the baylor team you got the other night yeah then you know it's gonna be baylor but you know texas coming off of this loss and baylor i mean arkansas warm out yeah so I, i'm riding with texas
3: well i guess i might be riding with them too but y'all have a good one
2: appreciate the phone call connor i was i was doing some research back here while he was talking um like, when I was looking, I was trying to think of a similar situation where it's like, you know, one and done, and then you had, like, a backup guy come in, and people would say he's, like, a better player. I was, I, I immediately thought of Michael K. Gilchrist, cause, you know, he was top of his class, and he went, what, second overall? Something like that. Yeah, and I looked at the 2012—I was 2011-2012, and I looked at the 2012-2013, and I was looking at Alex Poistress. I don't know what he was ranked, but I didn't know— how people feel about that, if he was regarded as like how Kennedy was with Michael Kilkus, It's like you knew Kennedy. We all knew Kennedy was going to the league. his right. first year. And it's like you have like a guy like Zakai or Alex that comes in right after him. it's like do people consider him a better player because he's there longer and has done more.
1: But, I mean, you could also have the discussion that, I mean, Kennedy Chandler, he probably could have benefited from staying another year and could have actually been a first-round pick.
0: He yep. very well could have. Yep. And, you know, something else to take into account there, it's like, you know, with Kennedy and Zakai, it's like you had the athleticism with Kennedy. You had a guy that could play at a high level. But then you have Zakai. Not a highly talented recruit. Not really tall. But he's coachable.
2: Yep. And that's Talking what about it earlier. Yeah, that's what you need.
1: See, I kind of – I always thought the plan was, like, Zakai would be that point guard, like a Lamonte Turner type role the whole time. Yeah. And that the plan was when uh, – Kenny Channel leads that BJ would fill that role. But, I mean, I didn't think he would – I thought he would play a ton this year, but I guess I'm wrong. But, I, mean, I always thought that I was planned. I didn't think that guy would ever be that, that number one option, like true point guard. I thought he was just going to be a Lamonte his whole
0: career here. But Well, that's what it seemed like. But, yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you're coachable, is you improve. You get better. You fill that role. You know, we didn't think he was going to be the true point guard. I was even one of those people. I even said – You know, he might not be a true point guard. Yeah, I said
2: that. I mean, we all – I mean, we – I think we all agree. I mean, we all admitted that we don't know who the true true point guard is on this team. Well, they tried
0: to shove Tyreek Key down our throat, and that just wasn't going to work, and it never did work. Yeah. People were
4: so – like the insiders or whatever that go to practice. Right. They raved about him.
2: Like, about key. Oh yeah. oh, yeah.
1: 30 against Gonzaga. Yeah,
2: yeah I mean, but – well, Yeah, but, I mean, what's he done since? Yeah.
1: Exactly. I don't I don't know what's changed. I mean, obviously his role's changed, but, I mean, just mentally, like, he like he looked scared to shoot on Saturday. And the one shot, I do remember him taking a air
2: by about three feet. Was it? Is it similar to how um, – I think Jake always says that, like, Viscovi got his um, – Got his the flare fo- coach. Yeah, his flare kicked out, uh, coached out of coached him. Coached so. out of him, maybe. Yeah, so maybe that happened with Tyreek Key. Like, maybe he's just –
0: Look at Jordan Bowden, like, 2018, 2019. You could rely on him even to go out and get you a bucket. Yeah. Like, it, like Fast forward to the next year, and he had this shooting slump, and it started at the beginning of the season, and it did not end.
1: Like, the thought of, like, a, a Tyreek key catching at the top of the key, breaking his defender down, taking one dribble, uh, between the legs, step back, like, that doesn't even, like, you never see that not in not a million years. I
4: don't
2: think it Yeah, with that. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I have a take, and it, it might be a hot take. I genuinely think if Tyreek Key was fulfilling the role that we recruited him for, that there'd be no doubt we'd be the best team in the country.
2: Uh, yes,
0: that's a really
2: good yeah. take. But, I mean,
1: but was he even a true point guard at Indiana State? No, he, no, he was, was a two. two. So he was like a two. what? He was I, a pure I we missed on exactly, but we missed on we Yuri, missed on Uri Uri Collins. You missed on Tyrese Hunter at Texas. Yes. I mean, Uri Collins would have been perfect for this team, but you missed on Yuri Collins. Um, but we still don't have, like, a primary ball handler off the bench. And you look at the best teams he's had so far, Jordan Bone, Lewante Turner, uh, Chandler, and Ziegler, like, you don't have that. You just have – right now you have Ziegler, and then you don't have anybody come off the bench that can handle the ball uh, for you, really.
2: Yeah, you don't know, have a secondary ball handler that comes off the bench. It's, I mean, that would be B.J., but you don't play him. And yeah. And – well, are we, are we, so we're redshirting Freddie, and we're red redshirting DJ. Yeah, red redshirting DJ, and I don't and even know. And DJ. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, are, are we, we redshirting BJ? Yeah.
1: BJ and DJ Jefferson.
2: Yeah, and Freddie. So, like, I mean, I'm mean, mean, I mean, i I'm assuming all of y'all saw his pregame dunk when he went under both legs. That was sexy. <laughs> Aaron Gordon <type laughs> Yeah, dunk. That, yeah, that's Aaron, Aaron Gordon right there. But, I mean, so, like, I mean, people are asking us why we're, like, redshirting them. Is it just because – when you get down to it, like when we talk about March, like you have just eight-man people. You have eight-man rotations, six, seven, eight-man rotation. So it's like – Well, that's
0: another thing that people don't realize is people want to talk about depth all the time. When it comes clutch time, when it gets to tournament time, you've only got an eight-man yep, rotation. Depth yeah. shrinks, seven,
1: yeah. seven, eight at most. Yeah, you, yeah. I, I mean, mean, that's just a casual fan
2: that doesn't know what they're talking about. It happens yeah. in
1: the NBA also Yeah. in every single situation. I
2: mean, look at the Warriors. I think they had seven – they had yeah, a pull, seven rotation, pull and auto, pull pull the and auto pull off the bench. I yeah. was pretty. Yeah, much I mean, it. the Grizzlies had their five rotation. Then we had Tyus and BC. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Lakers whenever they won the championship in what twenty twenty, I think they probably just stuck with Rondo, Mlkasaw, AD, LeBron, Kentavious Cole, Pope, Jo Smith, and Dwight Howard.
0: Alex Caruso got to play a little bit. Yeah,
2: but I mean, with it, I mean that's just casual fans just thinking that we need like ten man deep when you don't.
1: No, yeah, you're just. Uh, if you have a 10-man deep and they're not, you, you can't afford that in the playoffs or in no. March Madness. you got to play your best players. Yeah. Every, every bucket counts, every
0: possession matters. Winning plays matter. Yeah, and not sitting one of the best players in the nation when you're going into overtime against a team that you very well should have beat. Stay with us. Overtime continues. Final segment on the way. segment of overtime fan run radio with the lady vols now down five to lsu 30 seconds left in the second quarter wow uh better performance than what we had the other night not expected but lsu's getting
1: really out hustled right now kim mulkey's losing her mind on the sideline a few times i'm sure that uh halftime speech will be a lovely one
0: <laughs> uh, i would not want to be in that locker room nope would not want to be in that locker room at all Oh, man. So, Matthew, have you played the W yet on 2K? The W? The my player for the WNBA. Absolutely not. So, you have to win a game in the W in order to get the trophy. I was like, okay, this is cool. I got the only WNBA trophy. 0.1% of people that have this game have completed this. <laughs> oh, man. And then I looked at the other two. And you have to progress every level to level 10 because it's kind of like the old My Player where you didn't have to walk around the neighborhood, you didn't have to walk around the city. and uh, Do like quests and stuff. Yeah, so like one of the options that it gave me to increase my popularity was walk a shelter dog. Shelter dog? Yes.
2: What, like, when is this, like, is there like
0: a... It's like a menu. It's like you get to pick what you do. You don't actually Oh, you don't see actually it do it? it? Oh,
2: yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. When
1: did they start putting... Uh, the WNBA part into the actual 2K. Was it like two, two years, three years ago? ago? Two yeah. years ago,
2: 21, yeah. I mean, I got
1: nothing against women's basketball, man, but, like, don't try to – they're just trying to, like, force it down your throat at this point.
2: It may have been 2020. I think that was it. Yeah, I think about it. COVID, I mean, two, they got yeah. bored. Yeah. I mean, there was nothing – all you could do was just players the players. You couldn't do anything like they do now. No. But, I mean, uh, no, no disrespect to a, a WNBA, but I'm, I'm not playing the mode. I don't play 2K anymore, so – you know, you wouldn't try the W. No, I mean, just keep it real here. You'd be part of 0.1 percent of people that own this video game that have completed this task. So 99.9 percent of people have not done it. Correct. It just I you have. Make, okay, so nice, you, nice, nice.
0: More people completed that than have joined the military, or more people have joined the military than have completed that quest that's a stat yeah interesting interesting less than one percent of the people of the population join the united states military and point one percent of people that own nba 2k 23 have completed this task we are getting closer to the release of the new college football game we got about another year and five months until it's released.
2: Uh, was that October?
0: I yeah. thought it. No, it'll be a May. It'll be a July yeah. release.
1: I thought it was right. summer. They push it back a whole another year. They, didn't they did. They? they did. That's why yeah. I said a year it and supposed like
0: to be, five months. Especially oh, okay. this year. Supposed to be this, and they be they this summer. And then you got people or schools like Kentucky and Notre Dame that are throwing a fit about it. I'm just like, why are you throwing a fit about this? I mean, you just, only benefit from this. I
2: mean, just call me in a in a year and four months and.
0: Well, and something else to think about, too, like if you play 2K, you play Madden, there's a select group of schools that you can choose from that have allowed their images and likeness to be used in these games. Now, obviously, if you watch basketball, you know that you cannot wear the number 49 or anything with a 6, 7, 8, or 9 in the number in real-life college basketball. Of course, you play NBA 2K. You go through the college scenes, you're going to have players that wear those numbers. <coughs> And it only benefits them by being in the game. It only benefits them. Why would Kentucky and Notre Dame not want to be a part of the
2: new video game?
0: I think they're too good for
1: it, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, I, that's basically all it is, yeah. You know? I mean, I guess they don't want money.
1: I don't know. I guess there's really no – there's nothing that could really like affect that. Like, uh, there's no violations with the game now.
2: Are they saying that uh can't
1: profit? I mean, you can profit off the game now. You can profit off of it now. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, you couldn't
2: profit off of it years ago. Yeah. Do they not want it because the players are? I mean, when the university still profit if the players are profiting off of it, they would get yeah. The percentage? university's going to get a cut of it. Yeah.
0: So, so like,
1: like when RG three was the cover, like. How, how much do you think NIL, like, he would have made now, uh, nowadays? If he was still playing
2: yeah. and was on the cover? Uh, a couple million. Oh, man, yeah. yeah, yeah that so, NCAA 13
4: or 14? That would have been 13. Four, 14, 14, was 14 was Denard Robinson. Robinson. Yeah,
2: 13 yeah. or 12 was RG3.
1: so like, my thing is, like, everybody's Derek Derrick Henry be, was
0: 12.
2: Yeah.
1: Everybody's going to be gunning for that. Oh, yeah. Oh, the, the
2: first time
0: uh, – yeah. but as soon as it's available.
2: Yeah, I mean like, I'll
0: even pay an extra twenty dollars just to be able to play it a week
2: early. Yeah, I mean So will I. Yeah, so will I. I mean who who do you think would be it following this season? Will they make it Bryce Young?
1: Whoever the Heisman winner. no, whoever the Heisman winner is, probably.
2: Nico. Imagine. Imagine Nico when Joe Milton was on the cover. <laughs> Joe Milton. I mean let's who was who who uh, Caleb Williams won the Heisman this year. I have-
1: I'd probably put Caleb Williams.
2: They probably will put Caleb Williams. Say it comes California back, boy, Heisman yeah. winner. Yeah. Probably they'll, they'll, they'd probably have him as a. They probably want him to win the Heisman again so they can have him on there.
0: And I'm as much as I love the college football game, I'd be more interested if they'd make a college basketball game again. Those were the most fun games.
2: Yeah, so who are they, did they. Did they put just like the. Uh, the Power Fives? No, 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 no. I'm talking about the covers. They just put, like, the uh, wooden player of the year on those because the last one was Blake Griffin, correct?
0: He was the last one for EA. Greg Oden was the last one for 2K. And you could argue that 2K8 was better than March Madness 10. Yeah, that game was two years, you know, after the fact. But the controls, the gameplay, everything about 2K was so much
2: better. I think EA does a great job doing football, even though I don't play Madden. And two K doesn't. I mean, that's things. Can you argue that they even do good football games anymore? I mean, when you have people still playing the game from nine years ago, so I mean, yes, I will argue that. I'm talking about like, like current games. Oh no! I Madden is the most boring game in the world. Like two K does basketball good, Madden or EA does football well. Like NBA Live hasn't been in existence since 19.
0: Yeah, and it was weird because the graphics always looked better on EA, but yes. the gameplay was yeah. so much better on two K that movement, it wasn't worth getting
2: EA. Yeah, the movement and. Everything else is terrible on NBA Live.
0: I mean, never forget NBA Elite. Andrew Bynum crucified himself at half court. <laughs> nice. Andrew Bynum. That's a name. Like, that game was so bad, it didn't even make it to its release date. They had the people that had paid to play it early, obviously. They started playing the game, and EA started getting calls out the wazoo. Is like, like, uh, what is wrong with your game? Nice. And – they're like, well, what's wrong? It's like every time I play a game as or against the Lakers, Andrew Bynum just stands at half court and crucifies himself.
2: Nice. Oh, gosh. I, don't, I, I mean, I, I, I never played it, so I have no idea what you're talking about. But This would have been like 08. No, nah, I didn't start playing probably NCAA football till 11. You missed out on some of the best games then.
0: Because like an NCAA 06 for the PlayStation 2. It actually made you take tests. Like if you did the race for the Heisman. Prove you're
1: legit, like not like Derrick Rose. Get someone to take your ACT for you.
0: When you could adjust the level of difficulty on the test. You could do easy and it'd be like, What is two plus two? Nice. Just there go paper classes at UNC. But then you raise the level of difficulty too hard on these questions and it's asking you actual US history questions. And if you did not perform, you got suspended.
2: What was the one with Aaron Andrews? Like, you would, like, cut, like, you could, like, you actually have to go to class and stuff. Like, you have to pick your days out, and she would come in, like, with the Heisman report. That's all I remember from one of those games. Which one would that have been? 12?
0: Might have been. Yeah. Very well, might have been. But on the NCAA basketball games, I understand why they wouldn't bring it back. Because when they last did this, with March Madness 10, they had to implement a couple of hundred teams into this game. Now you're looking at implementing about 334, I think, is what the Division One
2: number is up to. Did you take Joel Embiid? Yeah. He has, I mean, I'm just looking at the stats right now. He has eight. And the game just started what? They're up 44-27. <laughs> So.
1: I don't think I took Paolo, did I? No. No, thank
2: God. If anybody, want to take, if anybody uh, out there wants to take P.J. Tucker under, he has zero points and zero assists and zero shots.
1: Ooh, the under of uh, the game playing behind the Lakers and Nets, looks pretty good. You get 21 combined points halfway through the first quarter. The over-under was t- 230
2: and a half. Oh, God. The Lakers are currently shooting 3 of 13.
1: <laughs> no offense. You can give the ball, to.
2: I mean, you have Louis, Troy Brown, Tom, Pat Bev, Thomas Bryan, and Dennis and Sh- Schroeder. Yeah, and then Wending Game. Dennis Schroeder? <laughs> Russell, uh, here's Pat Bev with his infamous technical he got on Saturday Friday night, whatever Saturday it was. Saturday night. Yeah, yes. Saturday night. He picked up the camera and he threw it in the referee's he got, face. He got another technical? Nice. <laughs> Fine, go with Pat Bev. Platinum Minister society. Hey, man, it's not that serious, man. Oh, he's still going. We took Kyrie, didn't we? Yeah, one of y'all did. Damian Jones is on this team. Yep. It's how down bad this roster is. And hey, do we get to, wow. Man. Hey, hey, hey Pat Bev, hey, you can trade anyway. <laughs> yeah, calm ten, down. Yeah, ten, day, 10 days or nine Number days. Till the trade you. to the trade deadline. Yeah, Pat Beth, you'll be in a new uniform. You'll be playing for the Shanghai Sharks.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll be on the Rockets, buddy.
2: Yep. He'll somehow get, shang <laughs> uh,
0: uh. Anybody knows that Dennis Schroeder looks like Roger the Alien from American Dad?
1: Interesting comparison.
2: Interesting, yes. That's a correct word to that's, use.
0: that's what I think of when I see Dennis Schroeder is Roger.
2: Okay.
1: All I think of right. Roger the alien, not Roger our caller, correct?
2: Yes.
0: Okay, just making sure. Roger the caller is not on American Dad. Hmm. Never know.
2: And uh, off his foul. Nice.
1: How down bad we are! Commentating the Russell Westbrook <laughs> push off foul. Oh,
0: my God. What is their sponsor?
2: Uh, who? Who?
0: Babingo? Is that what I read?
2: Uh, the Nets? No, it's but- like Bibigo. Oh, yeah. you talk about the Lakers? Yeah, yeah.
1: It's like yeah. Bibigo. What is yeah. that? And I don't the know Clippers had a uh, Bumble.
2: Yeah. Hey. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what half these sponsors are. Jeez.
0: <laughs> See, and I thought for the longest time that. Make a wish was on the Lakers uniforms, and I was like, "Wait a minute! That is not Make a Wish. That is that is Wish dot com." <laughs> Has anyone here ever bought anything off of
2: Wish? I don't even know. Why is Matthew
0: burying his face? What did you buy, Matthew?
2: I, I've never. I, I didn't even know. What wish. did you buy? I, I never used Wish. Never. Had I don't know Wish. wish.
1: I don't yeah, know what it, half of these sponsors yeah, are. Yeah, it's
2: Wish uh, like. Um, oh, it's like the cheapest of cheapest of cheapest Chinese stuff. Never seen
0: Wish. Never using Wish. Someone bought a baseball bat off there one time and put it to YouTube. It literally just said "bat" on the side <laughs> of it, no branding or anything. They hit a ball with this, and it bent the bat. It was so hollowed out. If someone has one of those with has
2: job on it, hit me up.
1: <laughs> not using Bibigo either, not looking it up. No design well, I don't record. even know what that is. What, Bibigo?
2: Is that what that says? That's their sponsor. Goodness. Couldn't tell you, man. I'll find out what it is tomorrow.
0: That is your project for this evening, and that's going to do it for us. Thank you, Davis. Thank you. Thank you, Matthew. Thank you. Thank you, Bryson. Thank you. Something else coming up next here on WKGN. Tune in tomorrow for 3 and Out right here on Fan Run Radio.